When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What the hell am I supposed to tell Kevin Slattery? The reason you're losing your company is because my associate didn't load the printer? I don't know. How about you tell him the truth? That the reason he may lose his company is because you didn't hire a secretary. What the hell is that supposed to be? You know what it means. Rachel has been killing herself to take care of you, and we haven't said anything because we both agreed to cut you some slack. We? Yeah, we. But I'm not going to let you come down on her for screwing up something that wasn't her job. Her job is to do what I say, and you better wrap your head around that. No, Harvey, you better wrap your head around the fact that Donna is gone and she is not coming back. And I told you, it's not gonna last with her and Lewis. You keep saying that. But all I see is Donna outside Lewis's office and no one outside yours. So you better swallow your pride and ask her for help or hire a new secretary. But either way, you're done taking it out on Rachel. Suit season five, episode one is over. And if you're ready to hear us talk about denial, then suit yourself. I'm Rob Sestrinino back here with a guy who's ready to go sit next to Jay-Z. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm good. I'm very good. I did not know that Harvey Specter knows Jay-Z and Beyonce. That was a big surprise for me. But it does make sense. He seems to know all the people of influence and with money in the New York area. Yeah, he knows all the people. But is he a Knicks fan or a Nets fan, Harvey? Like, this you gotta pick a lane. Second time. This is the second time we've seen him hanging out in uh in Brooklyn. As, did he jump ship? Did the is he a fair weather Knicks fan? Is Harvey from Brooklyn? I don't know. I don't think he's from like- Brooklyn. Can we talk about it? Like, I think that like is he New from York, New Jersey, right? Well, he well, yeah, I, he he pops up in New Jersey when he wants to. Uh, I I think that yeah. My question here is that I mean, we've seen him work with the Nets before, but he is a mm-hmm. Knicks fan. Is it a thing where he was a Knicks fan until he got his own team when the Nets came? Yeah, did the Nets like offer him like partial ownership? Is that what's going on here? Does he own 20% of 20%. Uh, the Nets? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Probably. Well, that's what's going on here in uh the season 5 premiere Denial, a very pretty interesting episode of Suits here, the 61st episode of the series from June 24th, 2015. 
And uh, Sopranos-esque in that uh, we're seeing a lot of uh, this episode told from Harvey's perspective from the office of a therapist. Oh, is that a thing in The Sopranos? I mean, yeah. Have you ever watched The Sopranos? No, never seen it. Yes. Well, I think that really a lot of The Sopranos takes place as uh, Tony who in a lot of ways, this borrows, I think from the Sopranos uh, where Tony Soprano is spoilers alert for the Sopranos. <laughs> not, but not really. I mean, this is like the premise of the show. Tony Soprano is a mobster and like he is having panic attacks and he is dealing with like talking through a lot of those issues with his therapist, Dr. Melfi. He goes on uh, medication uh, that helps him with said panic attacks and, you know, uh, so on and so forth. And here we have Harvey talking about, you know, the only thing that is a little off for me is like the timeline of this where that the therapist office scenes, it says that, okay, six weeks earlier, we see mm -hmm. Harvey then at the end of the episode putting the medication down the toilet. Like, is that... In the real time, I, I guess because he gets the, the the medication from the therapist at the end of the episode. But mm -hmm. it seems like that, like the stuff from six weeks ago, like it didn't seem like that the flashback stuff was happening over the course of six weeks. No, it actually felt like what they had uh, a, a couple days. Remember that guy who was filing for bankruptcy? He was like, I'm under the gun. You know, I got right. a few minutes to make this happen. So I think that we do get a flash forward at some point to the present time where Harvey is getting rid of the anxiety medication. So he basically was dealing with this, you know, and trying to get this medication from the therapist over the course of six weeks. We see like what led him to go into the therapist. And then we got the jump to the present day, but we didn't get all the time in between those six weeks. Yeah. Okay. And we see Harvey really having a hard time with mourning the loss of Donna professionally and maybe also personally. Are you sympathetic to Harvey here in this episode? Very, 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 very. Like I am completely sympathetic to Harvey here. I think that I'm not loving Lewis and Donna right now. I don't know. Maybe I'm biased, but for me, <sighs> Donna leaving Harvey does not bother me. Yeah. Donna, do whatever you have to do for yourself. Donna going to Lewis bothers me because that feels like it's a little too close to home. It's like you went to Harvey's frenemy because to call them friends would be a disservice to what actual friendship looks like. Uh, Lewis, as Harvey's friend, should not have even asked Donna to leave Harvey. He didn't even yeah. know that they were beefing, but he asked her in general because he wants Donna so bad that he's willing to stop all over Harvey's feelings. At some point in this episode, we see Lewis go to Harvey like on some, oh, you know, I hope it's no hard feelings. What do you mean it's no hard feelings? Everybody that runs into Harvey in the firm who finds out Donna is gone is instantly grieving with him they're like oh my god we have to give him yeah. some space we have to cut him some slack oh my god i need to have the drink with you like what what do i need to do to make this better except lewis who's like i got donna i'm good thanks mm -hmm. kick rocks harvey and donna knows this donna's aware and she does not care and so that's what I'm like it's easy for me to say yeah donna should stand up and get from underneath harvey's thumb especially if she can't do her job without getting emotionally involved in all of his life yes but going to work for Lewis is kind of like dangling the carrot in front of him. And I don't like that. I'm just trying to like think this through for because for us, it's been over the last couple of days, like all of these events that transpired. Like, did Harvey do anything 
especially wrong to make this happen? Because I'm, I'm really just trying to think about it. Okay, so the circumstances that led to this was that no one asked her to. Donna went to the Liberty Rail headquarters and impersonated a federal official, got herself into a world of trouble. And then, I guess because Harvey had had bad blood with the uh, with the DA, then Liberty Rail was able to really like turn the screws on Harvey and say, okay, we're going to throw the book at your personal assistant or your secretary to try to get back at you. During this, Donna saw that, okay, well, Harvey is fighting for me, maybe not like handling things exactly as I want. And maybe this situation is getting worse for me because somebody is trying to hurt Harvey. Maybe I, I should consider going with Lewis. But then Harvey comes through, saves the, the whole situation that really had nothing to do with him. That was like of Donna's own making. And then he does like in a moment of weakness, like they were having, they were having a moment together and he says like, okay, um, you know, you know, I love you, Donna. And I guess because like he, he went there and then did a bad job when she said, Hey, what does that mean? Why didn't you talk about this? And then he was back to being like emotionally unavailable, Harvey. It seems like that that was the moment in which he lost her. And yeah, it does like this sucks for Harvey. Like, like, you know, it wasn't like that their relationship was like that. He promised her like, hey, you know, this is what it's going to be. It's like, hey, I'm going to I'm managing partner. You're my executive assistant. I don't know. I feel bad for Harvey. You should. All this man did was save Donna from going to jail. That's all she did. All he did. Now, don't get me wrong. He did drop the L word. And I do think that is a lot attached to that. You know, the idea that they could never have that moment again, that they could never go there. I think Donna in that moment when Harvey is obviously in love with her, like in a romantic way to where he's telling people Donna going down is the same as me going down. I'm getting in trouble. Like if it's Donna, I'm willing to go. I'm willing to break the law. I'm willing to go to the ends of the earth for Donna. It's clear that that ain't no normal friendship. And so when he says, I love you, and that's why I gotta go. The next day, he just like ignores it. I don't know, Rob. I've had I've had a friend confess their love to me before, mm-hmm. and it is awkward as hell. You, it really is hard to come back from that because you're like, well, how do I approach you now? Because if I don't feel the exact same way, or if I don't want to move on that, then what? Then what does that look like? I, do I feel bad for talking to you? Do I feel like I'm leading you on? Uh, and it does put you in a very awkward position. I think for Harvey, it's not even the question of am I leading you on? It's we both know what we're looking at here. And we could probably make this work, but you're too emotionally unavailable or you want to protect yourself from what this could be. So you won't allow it. So now I got to stand here on the hook, knowing that you love me, knowing that I'm inches away from something that I potentially want. And I got to come to work and act like it's okay every day. I don't blame Donna for quitting. But for Donna to go to Lewis, it just feels like on top of that, you went to a man who was just being a tyrant just four episodes ago. You know, who, someone who looks for any opportunity to, to take from Harvey what he likes the most. He went after Harvey's first client. He went after Harvey's favorite client. He all like when he wakes up in the morning, he says, what can what does Harvey like today? I want that. I want to be named partner Harvey's name. partner. I want that. I want is I want all the things that he wants. And he gets it. He gets Donna. 
So I think that that's really what bothers me. Not only did Harvey go out of his way to save your life, Donna, but also you then go and just like rub his face in it to go to Lewis. So yeah, I'm super sympathetic to Harvey. Yeah. I kind of feel like that Donna is, I mean, maybe Harvey is not like allowing the space for there to be these conversations, but like if Donna is saying like, look, like the thing that happened with us way back when the thing that we said wasn't going to like, they're like, it's too much of a distraction. I can't have this. I just want a normal work relationship where, and, and, I, and I can have that with Lewis. That's really what I want because uh, this isn't working for me. I don't know. Do you feel like, did she kind of say that to him? No, I don't think so. But I don't think he's willing to have the conversation. When she asked him, so what did you mean about you you loving me? He said, I, I meant that out of pity. And she's like, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. He basically said, I didn't want you to feel bad. And so that at that point, she's like, well, there's no trying to talk to you. If you think that you said that out of pity, then we're wasting our time here. Rob, it's like if you told me I was your favorite podcaster, yeah. but then every week I got on here and listened to you podcast with somebody else. And I'm like, Rob, don't you want to talk about suits? And you're like, mm-hmm. nope, I'm good. But you're my favorite. Like, huh. So you just just don't want to talk to me. Nope. Mm-hmm. But I love you, though. You, you, you're cool, Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Like, Rob, I listen to you every week. I can't get a shot to talk about it. Nope. Sorry. Love yeah. you too much. That just would drive me crazy. I'm sorry. I'm with Donna. I would never listen to you again. Okay. So this is having a big effect on Harvey. And we find yes. out that Harvey is having panic attacks. This is a new part of Harvey's character. We've never seen Harvey really crack other than like we've had some like moments of uh, weakness where he has like fits of rage. We saw him break the security camera when Mike was uh, potentially going to go to jail for uh, the shady deal with Harold at different points. And so we've seen him get angry. But yeah. this is a, a side of Harvey having uh, this anxiety uh, panic attack that we've never seen before. No, Harvey's, Harvey's a three. You know, they don't do well with emotion. They, they, got, they got a bunch of them, but they don't know what to do with them. So they put them to the side and then they try to get a lot of work done. And they try to look good in everybody's eyes and they don't focus on the feelings. But here he can't focus on the feelings largely because Donna's a big part of his success. He's not known a professional career at Pierce Inspector uh, Lit or whatever the case may be, whatever it is, without her. She started the day he started. And so he doesn't know how to function in this world mm-hmm. without Donna. Uh, and so it's making him bad. He's not He's not uh, doing his job well. He's missing meetings. He's coming late to stuff. He doesn't get uh, know what Jessica's talking about half the time throughout this episode. It's very clear he needs a secretary, but he just doesn't need any secretary. He needs the one that he's used to. Yeah. And so, yeah, his body has not felt this emotion. Jessica even calls him out and says, you didn't even act like this when Scotty left. And Scotty was literally saying, I love you, Harvey, please. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you can go. But I do understand, but- like, he's losing part of himself. Like, Harvey is able to, like, navigate through the world without, like, a single care because he knows that Donna has taken care of everything. And so he gets to just show up when he wants to show up and just, like, bring himself into things knowing that Donna has everything covered and now to like know okay like my flank is unprotected now all my entire world is collapsing around me now i have to go through this knowing that there could be all kinds of mistakes i mean it's like harvey is has turned into me now where (laughs) like there could be any number of things that are going wrong and and you have no idea 
Right. He doesn't know because he's not used to that kind of stuff. He can't even find Like, if I had Donna, do you know how much confidence I would have going into every conversation? It, it would feel great. You know, we see Lewis kind of dealing with that here, too, where he's going in. And he's so used to things being in disarray where he's like, Donna, you can't get rid of that because what am I going to do? She's like, I already got a handle. It's like, what? Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I already got it. Touched. I, I'm, I'm Donna. That's the point. You want it, Donna. Now you got Donna and I'm doing Donna things. You don't have to worry about those things. Now, Harvey, to to uh, his credit, yeah, he gets to move around his legal world a lot because he got because Donna got his back. She listens to his conversations. She books his stuff. She knows what his coffee order, all the stuff that really would stress somebody out, the little stuff that just piles up. Donna takes care of it. But Donna is a problem sometimes, too. This is the second time Donna ass has almost been fired or thrown in jail mm -hmm. because she don't know how to act. And so there's there's other things that are involved in that relationship, too. And it's just like, yeah, Harvey's lost a big part of him that he was not willing to admit was a huge part of him. When she asked why you like, how do you love me? He could have told her because mm -hmm. I cannot move through this legal world without you. I cannot. Maybe as, even as a secretary, he loves her. But he didn't say that. He said, I felt bad for you. And that is the killer. You know, she knows all the stuff she does for him. If he can't put that into words, why should she have to be dealing with this kind of thing? Do you think that Harvey is back to normal after this one episode? Or do you think that this is going to be like a season-long arc? Donna has to come back to Harvey mm -hmm. soon. Yeah. This is not great. Harvey's going to need a new secretary. And Rob, to tell you, uh, not to spoil anything, because I really don't when we talk about this day, but the new secretary uh, conversation is going to be a fun one when we have it. I, I will just say that. Um, but in the meantime, yeah, Harvey's got to figure out a way to make his work life, you know, kind of, you know, work out, you know, and he's going to need a Donna type or somebody who can get that stuff in order so that he can do his job. Now, once that is in order, he does need to focus on winning Donna back. It's very clear that he is emotionally disturbed by the absence of her. It's not just work. It is an emotional attachment that he has to her. And if he does not get that back, he is not going to be himself. And so I don't know what the fight is between him and Lewis or him and Donna that has to happen, but it needs to happen and it needs to happen soon. Uh, or this will be in a whole season arc. Do we think that Harvey will be in therapy all throughout the season? He probably needs to be. If he can't figure out this Donna thing on his own, then he needs therapy. But honestly, you would probably argue that Harvey should have been in therapy. You know, we see that a lot of Harvey's old uh, skeletons or like, you know, childhood traumas even come up in conversation, come up with how he deals mm -hmm. with certain cases. Harvey, go to therapy. Matter of fact, take Mike with you. It wouldn't hurt. <laughs> you know, like okay. both of y'all could use therapy. So I feel like that, Harvey Specter, he is a man of means. Like, I really feel like that he's almost like in this episode, it's like, hey, I don't want to be here. Just write me this prescription for Xanax and I can go and be about my business. Like, uh, you don't want to talk to me. I don't want to talk to you. Just give me the pills and I'm good. Like, you're telling me like this is the only way that Harvey could have gotten his hands on some Xanax. No, but that's the that's the thing, Rob. He knows good and well that if Harvey wanted to get some drugs, he could get them from somewhere Where's else. Where's Trevor? Har Har exactly. Where's Mike? Uh, but Harvey knows that he needs to be in therapy. His body said, go to therapy. And even if he thought, I could Harvey my, my way through therapy, a part of him knew he needed to be there. Yeah. And so he went. Now, when he walks in, 
the therapist looks at him and I'm sure her eyes just light up because Harvey is a gold mine for a number of reasons. <laughs> One, he's rich. But two, she can see the flawed human walking in front of her and, a, and he is about to lie to her for hours. Do you know how much billable hours this woman is about to make off of Harvey <laughs> just sitting there going, what? Yeah. I didn't throw up. Like, I, I think about? we need to be here five days a week, I think. Yeah, Harvey, uh, why don't you come back next week after a few, uh, you know, go see if that little over-the-counter stuff works for you and mm-hmm. come back. Because Harvey, all he does in this episode is lie to this woman about his anxiety. First, he's saying, like, yeah, Jessica walks into the bathroom and asks me questions while I was washing my face. By the end of this, the therapist is yelling at him and saying, Harvey, you threw up. It happens when you have panic attacks. Grow up. Mm-hmm. And that is when they start to make some type of, you know, um, actual movement toward healing is when he can acknowledge that he's not okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the other side of this, Lewis and Donna. And, you know, this is also, you know, this is like, I don't know if this is a marriage that's going to work out where it's like a work spouse where that Lewis is so insecure that every single thing Donna does, he thinks that she's leaving him. He's an insane person. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be very clear. That he is an insane person. Lewis Litt, no one should be forced to work for Lewis Litt. Uh, we've seen him turn on the drop of a dime for certain little things, small indiscretions. Uh, even in this episode, he sees that Donna has a stack of paperwork for Harvey that is supposed to be helping her find, helping Harvey find a replacement secretary. He sees that and he immediately snaps at Donna and he's like, yeah, Donna, get in there and file all those files. And she's like, all those files? He's like, yes, those, all of them. That's what those means. I'm like, okay, Lewis, calm down. But that's just how he goes. He's zero to 100. And so if he's not constantly coddled and all his emotions are being like, um, like, just basically just like he's being coddled the entire time. Like she, if she's not bearing over him and just giving him everything he needs at the drop of a hat, he will snap and it is not going to be pretty. Chappelle, what did you think about the return of the Welcome to Team Lit cake? You know, the Welcome to Team Lit cake was interesting. I didn't I didn't foresee that happening. Uh, but one thing that I did foresee is that Donna's good for getting gifts out of Harvey's pocket. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a moment where Lewis gets to work early because he's going to sneak a gift on Donna's desk. It's this, t- this one single red rose, which does sound romantic, as some would say. Donna shows up with a dozen of her own just because she's Donna. And then she's like, oh, Lewis, you got here early to give me an expensive gift? I don't think Lewis knows that Donna's a little high maintenance. Uh, mm-hmm. Harvey sends her on shopping sprees and all kinds Handbags, of stuff. Handbags, no, yeah. He pays her salary. Uh, you know, so there's a lot going on with Donna that Lewis probably hasn't signed up for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if I... I don't want to put you on the spot, I guess. So let me uh, interrogate myself here for a minute as I depose myself. Um, that Do I think that Harvey and Donna will reconcile as people who are, are going to be back together? Like, could Donna be like executive assistant for both of them? Is that too weird? Yeah, very weird. Lewis does not share. That's what I'm saying. You you have to remember that the person on the other side of the aisle. Like Donna is an doesn't look too person. busy most of the time, though. With Lewis, she will be. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing. She she is not so busy, probably because Harvey's very very good at his job. Uh, Harvey's also good at delegating to people. He's like Mike Ross, go do this. Rachel, go do this. And he doesn't get a lot of pushback from those people. They argue a little bit, but they're gonna do what Harvey says. So then Donna can focus on being a secretary and also his moral compass. Trying to be Lewis's moral compass 
and Harvey's moral compass and also their secretary is going to drain that woman. I don't wish that on anybody. Okay. Let's talk about the case that's going on in this episode. Uh, we get where there is a person that comes in who is like a shipping uh, company that's about to go bankrupt. Uh, Harvey promises that he could keep him out of bankruptcy. Ultimately, Harvey's uh, lack of hiring a new secretary forces Rachel into that position. And Rachel, kind of, I mean, like this was like pretty bad error. Like I, if, if this was, <laughs> if this was somebody that worked uh, with me, like, uh, and we like lost the client over not, there not being paper in the printer, like I'd be mad too. Yeah, so Mike says it was probably on its own sheet by itself and Rachel missed it. Harvey delegated that task to Mike. Mm -hmm. Mike asked Rachel to do it. So in all in all, it's Mike's fault because he should have handled it. Mm -hmm. Now, Mike also could pass the bug back to Harvey because if Harvey had a secretary, there would be paper in the copier. So that's another reason why I can't get too mad at Rachel Zane for missing this, because if you just grew the hell up and uh, like actually started to search for somebody, hell, if you hadn't told Donna you didn't need her two weeks notice and that she could just kick rocks and go with Lewis on the day of, uh, you know, then maybe you would have paper in there. But Harvey's a child. Mm -hmm. He's not doing well with this. And so at the end of the episode, he's finally able to say, Maybe some of this is my fault. Yes, Harvey. Sure. Had you been treating Donna like a human being and mm -hmm. not, not trying to kick her out? Now, don't get me wrong. Rob, I would have made the exact same decision. You come to be talking about you're going to do, you give me a two two weeks notice to go work for my biggest rival, competitor, frenemy, whatever the case may be, across the room. Yeah. I'm telling you never to come back. Go ahead and go. But that's probably a massive mistake. And I'm willing to admit that. I think Harvey could too. There's a point in the episode where, okay, Mike and Harvey are going to go talk with one of the uh, competitors of uh, Mr. Kevin Slattery, uh, somebody by the name of Vince Sanfilippo. We have one of the most bizarre scenes in the history of the show where this man, for no reason, just decides to, like, he's reading a scene from Silence of the Lambs that also Mike and Harvey happen to also have memorized. Yes. Are you a big Silence of the Lamb guy? Not really. Same. I would not have known what this man was talking about. He's like, uh, I'd like to play a game with some of my visitors. For example, you use Evian skin and sometimes you wear... I'm like, bro, bro, pause, pause. Mm -hmm. I, what are you talking about, sir? We're here to do business. I would not know what he was talking about. Yeah. I probably would have walked out. He doesn't even turn his chair around because he waits for the dramatic spin mm -hmm. around in the chair. It did make me want to watch Silence of the Lamb, but I definitely like it. did not. Yeah. I, yeah, it sounds like it's kind of a violation. Mm -hmm. but, uh, but it made me want to watch it, but make no mistake. Like, I wouldn't have known what was going on. I would have been very confused. Yeah. It was wild. Um, I, I, I'm imagining this is going to be a recurring character uh, that is going to be back throughout uh, season five, but... Um, just like for no reason, we're just going to be like, uh, I think the writers are like, Hey, like, uh, we don't care what this guy actually has to say. Let's just like write scenes from silence of the lambs in here. And then just say, yeah, just because you could do silence of the lambs doesn't mean I'm going to make a deal with you. 
Well, that's the thing. I didn't, after this tiny role that he had in this episode, it didn't even occur to me that we might see him again. But I do want to see him again if he's going to continue the bit, you know? Maybe if Everyone. he does it in Silent of the Lambs, but maybe he just did like a different movie, horror yeah. film or something. Yeah, a different movie every time. Yeah. Because Harvey and Mike walk around doing references all day, every day. It is out of the ordinary for a random person to meet them there. And beat them to it, even. But you know, if they're gonna if they're gonna keep the bit going, you know, who am I to? But these aren't even references, Chappelle. Like, do you ever like just like go up to strangers and just like are in the middle of like doing a scene from a movie? No, not at all. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, if they're gonna bring them back, do more scenes in the movie. Yeah, give him some, give him some type of character. He had no role. He had no role in this episode except for that Hannibal Lecter scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ultimately, uh, Harvey, that he has to go back and tell Kevin Slattery about the screw up. And, you know, I think we sort of like are a little bit on the nose where Kevin Slattery says to him, like, you're just like an arrogant jerk that you think that you can save anything and you can't like oh, yeah, it's like you're right. OK, but what's done is done. I can't fix. Yeah. That. I was like, look, we screwed up and that's OK. But nobody hates change more than me. And I was like, Harvey, that was not even the thesis here. We were mm -hmm. not talking about change. This man is upset because he thought that he was going to be saving his company. And in, in return, Harvey made, messed up to the point where they're still going to be able to save the company because of the other contract that he has. But they are going to lose the name of the company, the trademark. And so, yeah, it's a big change. And so Harvey kind of flips that into a life lesson, like, you know change happens but it's coming whether or not you, you know whether you like it or not and that reflects on the harvey thing as well like donna is not coming back right now at least and you got to deal with it hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brand new slate here. Season 5, Chappelle. Who's going to get the first Liddy of Season 5 of Suits? Not Harvey, not Lewis, not Donna. Okay. Uh, All right. They're out. Uh, Mike and Mike Rachel. And Rachel did great together. I mean, there was the slip up with the printer. Okay, if they slipped up with the printer, if we wanted to just to hold that against them, then we got to give it to Jessica. For what? For not not, not going back to Jeff Malone by the start for of not, season five. Well, actually, for seeing Harvey's humanity here, so. We saw when Jeff Malone and, and Jessica broke up, Harvey was coming to her to tell her about Donna, which I think is still probably what he should have done. But he sat down and had a drink with her and kind of just let her mourn the loss of that relationship. Well, here, Jessica was at first was kind of like, hey, fix this Donna thing before I fix it. Mm -hmm. Well, by the end of the episode, she's like, you know what, Harvey, I was I, too, was being in, uh, insensitive when it comes to your Donna relationship you let me know what you want me to do. Because if you want me to make Donna come back to you, I sure will. And I thought that was pretty, I thought that was pretty fly to be like, hey, 
you think I've taken stuff from Lewis. I'll go take Donna back and we can get all this stuff in order and y'all can just deal with it or she can quit. Mm -hmm. uh, but Harvey says, nope. So I think it was a learning opportunity for Harvey. But I do think ultimately he did mess up pretty big. I mean, it was at the fault of him not having a secretary. I don't want to blame Mike and Rachel too much, but they did screw up. So that's why I would give it to Jessica. Okay. Yeah. He can't force Donna to come back to him. And so he's not going to do it. And let's see how long we go into season five with Harvey, you know, being okay with this. I don't like this though. I do not. I am not a fan of Donna working for Lewis. For me, it just feels too personal. It feels like the same person who is willing to go above and beyond to hurt Harvey is the person she went to. And that feels like she's trying to stick it to him a little too much. I totally agree that she should not be working for Harvey if she can't deal with it. Yeah. But going to work for Lewis, that's a bridge too far for me. How about Rachel telling Mike, yeah, uh, I didn't go to my test because I had too much work to do for Harvey. Harvey says this yeah. is my law school. And yeah, and I, I kind of get it. You know, you're getting a real world experience here at a, at a, a top tier law firm for one of the best who's ever done it. Cool. But also, it's like the second or third time we've seen Rachel skipping school. You know, yeah. uh, she's like, she I skipped think school before. Now she's skipping tests. If I was Mike, I think I might say like, hey, Rachel, like, take it from me. You, you don't want to fail at a law school. She would be like, Mike, how do you know? Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> did Mike did Mike fail out of law school? Uh, I mean, I guess not. I guess they they kicked him out. They kicked him out of college. Yeah, yeah they so. kicked him out of college, and he wasn't going to fail. He would have been fine. Uh, but I think you're right. I think that they've subtly dropped these little hints at Rachel not giving it her all. Like last season, I don't remember why, but she skipped school. Um, well, I think, to, yeah, sorry, but I believe the reason was that uh, she passed out. No, 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 not that time. <laughs> yes, not that, was, that time. That kind of skip at school. No, what happened was she wanted to make Harvey know she existed, remember? He said, uh, he said, well, if you think I, uh, you, she said, oh, you have a secret, like, shorthand with Mike. Ever since he's been back, I haven't been able to get, like, to any time with you. And he said, well, you want to know, you want to uh, know how to make me know you exist? Go make this thing happen. So she does, mm -hmm. but she skips school for it. And now here, Harvey needs a secretary. He doesn't know which way is up. He can't find his calendar. And Donna is not there to help. And so Rachel decides to cut Harvey's on slack and help him with some of the clerical tasks. And she skips school. And so, yeah, that's twice. Or she skipped a test. But that's twice for sure that she has put Harvey before um, her actual, you know, school. And so uh, I'd be interested to see if that is a through line that we're going to need to follow or if that's just happenstance. All right, we talked about the Silence of the Lambs and Harvey is going to go see the Brooklyn Nets to go sit with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Also, that uh, we find out that Harvey has some reverence for the Flintstones also. Chappelle, do you care about the Flintstones? I love the Flintstones. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm a big Flintstones guy. Uh, so this was, uh, Mike Ross was talking about Harvey being an old and said uh, that Harvey's um, that Harvey's precedents were uh, from Flintstone v. Rubble as if, uh, I guess, Fred and Barney went to court, I guess. Um, but he was more mostly pointing out that Harvey was being really bad at his job. You know, uh, Mike had to redo his whole little uh, his whole little situation. And so, yeah, Flintstone v. Rubble. I caught the reference. I like it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big Flintstones guy. I was a Jetsons guy, too. Okay. I'm a, I, I'm a I like big the fan Jetsons of like the old more than the cartoons. Yeah. That's preposterous. No, stop it. No, they're, they're like, you can't pit them against each other. They're just like two different flavors of the same type of thing. Okay. <laughs> All right. So like, I have to start. No, we should play a game. I should like start doing that to you. Be like Snorks or Smurfs. Hmm. <laughs> no, I don't care about the Snorks. 
Okay, so you're Team Smurfs. Yes. Yeah, I don't want the okay. off-brand uh, snorks. <laughs> don't do that. They're not off-brand. It's just different, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Chappelle, then uh, let's uh, dive into the Facebook group a little bit mm. here. Okay. Uh, here is uh, a post. from, And, of course, you can join us in the Facebook group. Over 300 uh, members of our associates are here in our Facebook group. Go to suitspodcast.com slash Facebook and Jason writes, I hope at least half the podcast for the season five premiere is just about whatever the heck they did to Mike's hair. Chappelle, I know you have had comments about Mike's hair in the past. What do you think about uh, Mike Ross's haircut here in season five? It's awful. I don't need, I don't really know what they're going for. It's just like jailed back. Yeah. And just like this, like ridiculous. Like I got it when he was trying to look like Harvey. I don't know what he's aiming for. Mike Ross. Uh, I I would like to know if objectively speaking, people think this is a good look for him because I personally, I'm not moved, you know. But like again, it's not really Neither my is Mike's hair anyway, right? What he got like it's it's frozen, like you know he sprayed some stuff on it and just yeah. it sticks. I kind of like it. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't. You kind of got a Harvey thing going though. You got the, like the, the faux hawk <laughs> in the front. You know? I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good look. I'm saying Mike should be more like Harvey in that sense, but his hair not great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there's a thread that's also about uh, when do people listen to our podcast? Yes, I've been told that a lot of people listen during the runs. Uh, in the morning, they go like on uh, jogging or walking the dog and stuff like that on their drive to work. It's a very good commuting podcast because only like 30 to 45 minutes mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I like that. I like to keep it tight. Yeah. A lot of people uh, like to start the day with us. So, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, they're enjoying their coffee. Try a little vanilla in the coffee also. You're going to love it. Yeah. What they don't know is that we a lot of times start our day together, too. You know, yeah. uh, the first person I talk to most days. Yeah. OK. All right. And then also uh, people are starting to get into uh, some concern about that we're almost halfway through. Jamie in the Facebook group said, when Rob mentioned we're 10 days away from the halfway point, I kind of panicked because I fully adjusted to having this daily podcast. Every morning I wake up at 5.30 to get the kids up and ready for school. And I listen when I make their lunches. So I don't know what I'm going to do when it's done. <laughs> Me and you both. Look, mm-hmm. I don't know. Right now, I am I am fully invested in this. But when when uh, we run out of time here, I'm probably gonna start working on Rob like mid December on like. So this wasn't bad. You want to do daily uh psych? <laughs> daily, you know, uh, I'm not gonna pull that on him right now. But if I start to make the suggestion, wait till it's at least I know season I'm seven. Out of runway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, trust me, you'll see it. It'll be subtle, and <laughs> then it won't be subtle, <laughs> and then it'll be like, you sure you don't want to do this forever? So I totally get it. But yeah, by the beginning of the year, the second of the year, we should be completely yep. done dropping episodes of Suits. And also, uh, Gwyneth said about the last episode, I groaned so hard when Mike got down on one knee. Oh, my God. The eye roll. My eyes were stuck <laughs> in the back of my head. I was like, bruh, get yeah. up. Get up. Stand up. Yeah. Literally. Get up. Because why? Why are you rushing this? Yeah. Look, we got to, I guess. I don't know. Do we? We have <laughs> yeah what happened to the relationships are frowned upon in this office relationships are frowned upon what happened to the good old tv trope of like a finale wedding or something like mm-hmm. that like bro are we doing this in season five okay yeah 
All right, get your season five feedback questions in. Go to suitspodcast.com slash feedback. Uh, we appreciate that. And what better way to celebrate us getting into season five than by leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps people find the show. Let Suits fans know that we're here. We're going through the entire show. You can do that so easily at suitspodcast.com. That could be our new ritual. Oh, the five-star <laughs> review? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Oh, how did you feel about uh, Harvey sending a message to Donna by sending back the can opener? Yeah, I kind of thought we were going to get the can opener explanation here in this episode because I felt like that it was a point where, like, Lewis asked her point blank and it was a little bit like, hey, did you and Harvey ever have sex? Is That, that was what he asked her, right? Uh, no, he said... Tell me what the can opener. No, is no, about. but I'm going back to a couple of a, a oh, couple yes, episodes yes. ago. He did. He but asked see, her like the thing. He point blank asked her, "Did y'all have sex?" And she said yes. Yeah. But here he point blank asked her about the can opener, and she's like, "Yeah." You know what I mean? You should do something different. How about how about I get? Yeah, I will say it is a little odd. You know, he so only like but like two or three episodes ago, he asked her like, "Tell me the truth, or I'll never be your friend again." Did you and Harvey have sex? And she's like, "Yes." Yes, we did once. Okay. And then at the, from that point on, he's like, I need you to be my secretary. Right. Oh, I need you to and, work for me. And not only does he just need her to be his secretary and to work for this man, Lewis kind of got like a, like a physical reaction to Donna being his uh, secretary as well. She goes to him in the diner or whatever, when he's having his uh, co uh, co commiseration lunch or whatever, his commiseration sandwich with well done bacon on it. Mm -hmm. And, She's like, you know, I got you this business card because at first Lewis turns her down when she says she wants to come work for him. He, uh, you know, he he was too afraid of the idea of Harvey stealing her back. And so she shows up with the business card that says Donna Paulson, Lewis lit secretary. And Lewis is aroused. Physically he got and a lady. Emotionally. He, he got a lady. Mm -hmm. He got a lady. Is uh, what was it? Um, uh, Black Hawk Down was now up or something like that. Wasn't that the? The reference, I don't know. Listen, all I know is that it had gotten very erotic, you know, yeah. uh, where she was talking about releasing the pressure from his dictaphone and, you know, exploring every inch of his filing system. Rob, I'm pretty sure Lewis was wet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Chappelle, anything else that you want to talk about from the season five premiere? Um, what did you think about it as a premiere coming off of the heels of, of, of season four? I thought it was interesting. I feel like that it didn't set up the like big, like we've seen a couple different premieres, uh, like season two's premiere really started like, Oh, Daniel Hardman is coming. Season three really started to set into motion everything with, uh, Ava Hessington and season four, it was a little like, uh, like, okay, it's a new world. Now Mike doesn't work here. This was probably a little bit like that in terms of that we were dealing with Donna not working, but I do feel like that, um, it was, I feel like personally like big stakes, but not like existential to the firm big stakes that were set up here at the start of this new season. Yeah. It was like very um, personal stakes to Harvey. Yeah. Very personal stakes to Harvey. We did get the, uh, the mention of a potential future villain. Did you catch that? Who? 
Well, there is a moment where Jessica is upset because there's a new hotshot senior partner running around making a name for herself named Jack Soloff. He's been running his mouth and she tells Harvey, like, get on your job because Jack Soloff is after you. He's like, whatever, I don't care. And she's like, look, he's ambitious. And Harvey's like, well, then you fire him if he's such a problem. And she said, I didn't say I didn't like ambition. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I felt like that was one of those they name dropped him. So we got to see him eventually moments. Um, And so aside from that, nope, there is no... uh, external uh you know crisis here at the firm yeah but i do think harvey being named partner and being completely off his game is not good for business and they got to figure that out sooner than later yeah i don't feel like that uh the kevin slattery saga is going to go on for too much longer um but i would be shocked if we don't see a uh, reference guy uh vince sanfilippo uh not return so we'll see what goes on in the rest of season five until then we got episode two coming up uh, tomorrow. Uh, Chappelle, where can yes. people keep up with everything you're doing? At Chappelle's underscore show. And check out, uh, you know, all my other things, you know. So follow me on Twitter and keep up with that. And follow me on Instagram, too. Uh, a lot of people have been Instagram messaging me and saying, hey, you said follow me on Instagram and DM you. So what's up? And so I've been saying hi to a lot of Suits Associates. And uh, I got to take some pictures with people in Brooklyn. I'm sorry, in uh, New York. I'm oh, sorry when we were the there. Nets game? Not to- and no, not at the next game, but at the RHAP event a couple, uh, what, a, a while back ago. Was it two weeks now? Dear mm-hmm. God. Um, but yeah, so I might post those in the, in, the, in the Facebook group too. So make sure you're following us and you're on Facebook to see all of that and more. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm at Rob Sesternino. If you want to check out everything else that I'm doing, a lot of other podcasts about a bunch of other shows. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.